Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 91 and the third episode of The Path of Necromancy. We have started the process of working on year three of the show. As such, I'm hoping that you will reach out to me on Facebook, Twitter, or email and let me know what your favorite quotes from year two were so I can narrow down what we will use for the intro on year three. I've posted a link on social media and I've put it in the show notes for this episode to a Google form that you can fill out to let us know your favorites for any of the many pennies. I can sift through and find the ones we'll use in the intro for the next year. It's your opportunity to have a little feedback back into our process to stake a claim to your favorite parts of the show. As always, you can find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and email where these things are posted in the show notes and on our website, adventuring.podbean.com. Let's dig back in as the path of necromancy unfolds. Let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. Where am I? Asher, to the afterlife. There is a resistance of sorts here. They, the leader, she tried so hard to get me not to take the march. Who's the leader? Oh my god. Oh no. Her name is Hilarion. Yeah, of course it is. Like as you get closer to it and you sort of look at this black flame, you feel like it sort of centers you a little bit and you feel um, the, the spinning in your mind slows. She looks at you, she says, because you're trying to cast magic that isn't here. What is here? What magic is here? Necromancy. We are the Order of Death Watchers. It is our job to watch the soul engine. What? The soul engine? engine? I have seen people use the soul engine to contact spirits. Who have passed, you will have to deal with the residents of the Soul Engine. Who are? The Black Dragons. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Real quick before we leave, Keth looks around for... Uh, Do not like, cut off some of Grimlock Iron Shaper's skin. That's just... Genuvera, <laughs> <laughs> the sorcerer. Genuvera coughs. Like... <sighs> right, I knew what you meant. <laughs> Jebedo, the rogue. Uh, Gebetto's gonna kill the skeleton. Okay. Um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Gebetto's gonna rub his luck charm. <laughs> <laughs> Gillick, the paladin warlock. With this shield, I will lay down my life for all of you. Except Asher. <laughs> <laughs> Asher, the druid barbarian. Does any does anybody look familiar to Keth? No one in this court looks familiar to Kev. We've forgotten our faces, guys. But even... (laughs) (laughs) Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated.
Well, let's get started. Okay, let's do it. We, Asher. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's up? You have been practicing. Mm -hmm. Seeing what magic you can summon forth, seeing what spells do and do not work here. And it's because of where you are, it's hard to say if you've been practicing for minutes, months, millennia. But you feel like you now sort of understand the spells that you can cast and how they have changed here. And they have changed here. Uh, thing, Everything about them they feel like different spells and the way they work is different. Similar, but not the same. Mm -hmm. uh, you see people come and go and uh, even people who reach a breaking point with this resistance and make the march and people who come and join for the first time. Holly does her best to try and maintain the numbers, but at a certain point, some people just leave. Hmm. Someone who doesn't leave, though, is Slask. With you here, with you trying hey. to, to understand what's going on, Slask has stayed. He's sticking around with you. Aw. Yay. I'm happy about that. Um, you and Hallie have many conversations, but uh, you understand now that what she is trying to do is get enough of a critical mass that uh, she does not believe that the Death Lord uh, has any, like, specific control here. And mm -hmm. she thinks that if she can convince enough people to sort of turn against the Death Lord, yeah. not to attack him per se, mm -hmm. but to just deny him, that they can maybe weaken him in some way. Okay. Um, what do you feel like your interaction with the other sort of, for lack of a better term, refugees would be? Oh, um, well, since it feels like I've been here for a millennia and I'm not really quite sure uh, track of time, I, I kind of take a cue from Hallie and I, I start kind of uh, uh, getting people acquainted with the the underground and everything and introducing and asking them about their stories and 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 trying to understand what they've been through and um, trying to understand what we're trying get them to kind of kind of rallying people if that makes sense being like being friendly and rallying people to try and get that critical mass of people um, to to resist so something you find something interesting about that in that the people that you knew in <clears throat> life, Slask, mm -hmm. to an extent Hallie, people you had an understanding with, an interaction with, you are able to sort of maintain those thoughts and memories about those people. But when you talk with people you never met before and they tell you their story, you hear it, it processes in your mind, and then it slips away. Really? Like, you aren't capable of holding on to uh, their stories huh. after they have died if you didn't already have a connection to them. Weird. Okay. Um, 
do I remember their names, or is it just like I'm perpetually like, hey, chief? Uh, <laughs> like, it's specifically everyone. elements like that. Like, everyone you do remember. <laughs> there are some things you can sort of recall. Like, you know, if someone is, you know, if you see someone's face, you remember that you've spoken to them before, and you can remember things about them here. Like, they are concerned about the death lord or they don't want to face the march or like you can remember little things like that about their experience here (laughs) but anything from before in their previous life you have a very difficult time holding on to so yes is what you're saying correct i remember their face i recognize them and i say (laughs) hey bud how's it going Hey, girl. Hey, girl. What up? Oh, I'm sorry. Have you met my friend Hallie? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they they haven't. They're like, I'm so sorry. I forget names. They're like, ugh, what a dick. (laughs) Introduce yourself, because we know your name. Tim? Yeah, I think in a uh, in a real way, though, to, as much as anyone here sort of can, you do become sort of a symbol around as like as much as Hallie is as sort of trying to make this movement happen, right? Trying to to fight back against the Death Lord of the people who are unwilling to accept any sort of inevitability here, um, but the fires still burn, mm-hmm. and even now, even after however long you've been here. When you look in those fires, they still tell you that it's futile, that mm-hmm. it's time to just give up, that it's time to just take the march and walk and give yourself over to the Death Lord because your energy is needed elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think over this period of time, I'm starting to piece together exactly where I am because this doesn't feel... And correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony. Is there like a, a a well-known mythology of like where people go in terms of like people who follow Tezcatlipoca, or is it sort of like a? I we could make it it's up right now. <laughs> um, I, I think that people who follow the Tezcatlipoca believe that your spirit and your essence go back to the earth to be re like you know to re-empower the earth, right? And you are reborn in a way that isn't reincarnation, but that your essence is used again to form new life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's what people who follow the Tezcatlipoca would say. I think that's not too different from what people who follow the the court would say, Mm -hmm. uh, except that I think there's probably... Uh, a little more like direct intervention from Iora or from Herrix in terms of their the cycle that a human life takes and the energy and the light that they give out, right? So mm-hmm. uh, it's not seen as much as like this natural process as it is something that the gods dip into. Uh, Gillick, do you feel like there's something maybe because there is not in what we've written so far an established death lore. Uh, but does that sound consistent with what you would imagine would come from that? Yeah, yeah. So so maybe it would be a thing of like, like I think your description for the Tezcatlipoca was, was spot on. It's like you're part of the earth and the bits of you that are now in the earth come back and reconstruct new forms of life. Um, but for the other ones, like, and, and even still, maybe maybe your spirit does go to, you know, another 
another spot, but that is not dissimilar from the other two. For Iora, I, I definitely feel Iora is more of like a um, uh, go-to-heaven type place and hang out. Um, well, and so Iora for me seems like uh, her, his purview is spirit in a way. Okay, right, like right. light and health and energy and blood and among and other blood. things. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's sort of. I think. I think he is more or less a god of spirit. Okay, um, right. And uh, where Herix is the god of the greater races, but really he's the god of the cycle, right? He's the yeah. god of of the big cycle as opposed to the small cycle. Oh, mm. sure, sure. So Tezcatlipoca, you would say, is is much more. Well, and I, and I think they're two separate faiths, right? They're two separate yeah. faiths. Oh, yeah. And ultimately, it seems like they're all wrong. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I ask is because um, uh, what Asher is probably, or I guess is trying to piece together is, is this consistent with what he has believed? And does that somehow, A... Uh, shake his faith in a, a negative way or B, make him doubt what's happening. Because he's been in uh, other planes before and he's not really sure. But when when Hallie said the only thing here is necromancy, he started to think that he's trapped in the ley line. Okay. Um, so I would say that it is not uh, faith shaking because I do not believe that the druids would have come to a point where they felt like they knew the answer. Fair. Um, and even a thing like, oh, you return to the earth and your spirit is renewed is like, yeah, you know, like in the general sense. <laughs> like as opposed to like, oh, this sure. is what happens when you die. Mm. <laughs> They're just like, oh, it's, it makes you feel good, I guess. Um, so the, I, I yeah, think that... Is a cycle, blah, blah, blah. Right. I think that Asher learning this about what actually happens when he died uh, probably does not make him doubt the Tezcatlipoca, especially since he's spoken with the Tezcatlipoca, right? I mean, mm. that I don't think you have like a crisis of faith per se, uh, but I think I mean, that dead. it probably... <laughs> <laughs> um, roll a nature check. Uh, sure. Thirteen, um, plus uh, uh, sixteen. Okay. Once you sort of make that connection, as you see that all of your spells are coming out of this, like necromancy spells, or the magic mm -hmm. here is necromancy magic. You sort of try to feel. You know, you have been in this sort of situation before, once with abjuration, then with divination. You sort of try to feel if this is necromancy in that same way mm -hmm. and it certainly feels that way okay it definitely feels like this space is just so heavily steeped in necromantic magic that uh if it's not the ley line of necromancy that you're in it is certainly a plane of necromancy sure. and of nothing else okay so mm -hmm. anthony just um part of the whole divine court i'm going through everything you don't really or we don't have really have a, a, a death god per se there is um, no death god that is correct yeah. huh interesting very interesting so that's kind of fun so this, death is the this, only god we do pray to 
this would be an interesting conversation to have with uh, maybe the member of the Death Watchers who is in the, the cart up in front. Hey, perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> <segue>. <laughs> <laughs> cool. um, so that's that's what I'm doing in the Thunder World. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> But I hope I hope all the episodes are titled like Thunderworld, Thunderworld Two, Reborn, Return or whatever the fuck they are. World. Yeah, like whatever the fuck the names for that stupid franchise is. I promise they're not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Hallie, uh, she sort of pulls you aside at one point and she says, "I don't think that." You know, our numbers have come, they've grown, they've fallen, they've risen, they've they've come back down. I am concerned. I don't know if we have what we need with just holding some spirits before they take the march. What do you are you what are you going to do? What are you suggesting? I think that it would be in our interest to try and, and and leave this area and try and find something or someone or we can't just this just can't be it right, right? it can't just be these pillars and this death lord right yeah i agree uh and if i'm uh correct me if i'm wrong there's sort of just like these uh bridges that just kind of go upward towards like a that seem to uh, stretch on forever but they're like beyond them there's like empty space <clears throat> So, uh, let's, this will be a good place to re-sort of establish that. From your sort of central point here, above you is the platform that the march ends at. Right. All around you are these large pillars. Mm-hmm. And they seem, there seems to be pillars like every, let's say, f- uh, 50 feet just for infinity in all directions. Okay. These pillars have these sort of stone walkways that wind up of them, up, up them rather, mm-hmm. and then connect up, all leading to the platform. Yeah. These bridges that lead to the platform. Yep. Okay. Um, still valid. Yep. Um. Well, H- Hallie, what are? Should we just walk in a direction and see what we find? Like just walk. We're surrounded by every, all these things here, and there's just empty space in front of us that we've never explored. Right. That is yes. So, I mean, should we just take every all the entire group of us and just go? I guess that's my question to you. Yes, I think so because I agree. Sitting here, standing here is is worthless. If we the longer we wait, the less we're doing and. I think a good way to keep people motivated, at least, is to just give them a purpose. And if walking in a direction and exploring and trying to discover, trying to get out of here, or just maybe that's what we need. What do we do if we run into danger? We fight it. (laughs) I mean, I'm, and like I... Uh, you've seen me. I've I've tried to figure out my new magic, and I know you're a pretty skilled fighter. We the abilities we died with are the abilities we still have. 
they're not the same, but they are what well, they are. Fundamentally, we are still us. I have watched you, and it has been um, it has been surprising to see your magic adapt itself to this place. Because when I when I watched you first try to cast a spell, and I told you that this place was necromancy, what I thought I meant by that was that only spells of necromancy would work here. And those are not spells with which I am familiar. Right. My own spells have not done what your spells have done. Hmm. They have not made themselves necromancy. Then what you're saying is then I'm the only one. Then I should go explore, I guess. I, I, I feel like if we're going to put a bunch of people who don't know how to fight, who are confused and dazed uh, at risk, that's... a it's a bigger risk. I, I don't know what happens when you die when you're already dead. Uh, and, Nor do I. And I feel like you you have led this for a long time, and you'll probably keep leading it for a long time. I'm new here. I don't know what time it is anymore. But I feel like if you hold down the fort and I scout, I mean, that's what I used to do. Why don't I do that? And then only I'm in danger. I do not think you should go alone. Well, then should I bring a group? That who's Who else can do this? You said no one else can do this kind of stuff. Perhaps the lizard? Uh, uh, I look at Slask. Is he still, is he like beside me or is he like? S- Slask is like sitting over by one of the fires, just like staring into it. I like wave him over. Oh, he's. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I walk over to him. <laughs> like, like, I like shake him a little. Slask, Slask, Slask. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, you scouted in a past life, and you're good with fighting, right? Uh, I suppose so. You, no one's ever walked. No one's ever explored beyond this area. Do you want to come explore beyond this area with me? If, if there's something we can learn about how to get out of here or how to change our fate, then that's probably our best bet. Yes, I will either take this walk with you or perhaps I will do the march. Do this before you do the march, if you can. That would mean a lot to me. Okay. I smile um, and I... I I just smile, I guess. He says, we could start by heading towards where I was awakened here. Where you were? Weren't you awakened in like a similar cubby situation like me? Yes, but not so close to this place. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go that way and then let's go beyond it and see what we find. Yes. Let us. Um, okay, so you guys head uh, in a direction. <laughs> you know, sort of Slask leads the way. I would say, like, it's north, except, like, you have no concept of that have, at all. We have, we have ghost north. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and you guys head off. So let's uh, swap over and uh, talk to... Um, you guys are in the cart. You've loaded back up. You've just left sort of this elemental uh, battle that you had. Uh, and it is the four of you in this cart. In this carriage. Yeah. Uh, Gibetto's going to look at Gillick as, like, once we once we start moving. Uh, and he's going to say, hey, um, I took a little bit of uh, damage back there. Um, I know normally we don't, like... We don't really talk about it, right? And um, we just kind of mend our own wounds. I was wondering if maybe uh, you could lay on hands and, like, fix me up a little bit? Uh, so, I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought this up because I, I, I'm not sure my lay on hands ability works the same way that it used to anymore. I'm, I'm kind of scared to try. Um... I, I'm a little nervous. It'll hurt you, to be honest. I, I don't know. Um, I'll, I could try. You know, uh, maybe a small amount. Maybe you know, if you could quantify at one point of you know, lay on hands. <laughs> <laughs> if, if yeah, you um, could. I mean, can you? Think? I I think that like, I think, I think it should be fine, right? I mean, I know I know what's in your heart, right? And I know that. You know, like we were talking about before, I know that if you're acting in good faith, I feel like ultimately it doesn't matter where that power comes from, right? Uh, so, like, if you're doing it, uh, you know, and you've got the thing in your heart, and you're you're you know uh, looking after looking after me, I trust that I trust that we'll, we're going to be okay, like we always are. Gillick doesn't say anything for a minute. He just kind of kind of looks at Gibetto and and looks. T- Looks away, but not not dis, you know disengaging from the conversation. Just kind of looking away, just kind of really thinking about what he said, and just kind of you know stroking his beard a little bit, and just kind of thinking. It's like takes a deep breath, and because I mean, when we're out on the battlefield, right? Like you're hitting the shit out of those bad guys with that hammer. I'm seeing that energy like totally destroy those dudes, and like I feel like if it were you know the sort of situation where it's not doing what you're wanting it to, like. Maybe it would have been healing them instead or whatever. I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not altogether concerned with where this positive energy comes from. And I just trust that you can do that. That's the thing, Gibetto. I'm, I'm not sure it's positive energy anymore. My, my smite ability is no, no longer radiant. It's, it's, it's necrotic and I'm, I'm scared. I, I, yeah, but it kicks their asses anyway. It's true, but it, it changed, you know, beyond my will. And I I can feel it. I can feel the lay on hands ability. And it's... Uh, all right. If you're willing... And, Hell yeah, let's do this. All right. I will I will use my faith and... and oh, man, I can't pray to Aura. Oh, boy. Uh, hmm, who should I... Uh, uh, Why not? Divide. You can pray to, like, your idea of Iora. I, I know, I feel like shit's been corrupted, but... That Iora, I think, exists in many hearts out there. Yeah. Wow. That's a good. That's a good point. Okay. All right. So. Yeah, dude. Right, like, go. I think, I think Cass right. Like, I mean, Iora's got two different sides to it, right? Like, everybody knows that, like, that darkness and that power exists within within the god itself. But like, 
That doesn't stop people from pray- praying to the good God. I don't know. Or the good aspect of the God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grip it and rip it, bro. Okay. So Gillick puts his shield down, puts his hands together, and kind of starts... No, he starts rubbing his hands together and, and, and says out loud, Divine Court! Corrupted Iora! Shadow Lord! I, Gillick Erdrad, am your servant! I call upon all of you! Please, however you can together, combine this ability so that I can heal my friend. And then I use my land hands ability on Gibetto. For how many points? One point. Uh, just one point. <laughs> just to see. I like on see. Jeopardy I gotta, when, they only, right. when they only gamble one dollar. I, I gotta test it first. <laughs> no, I'm imagining that Tuesday on night the Price is Right. I, Gillick Erdrath, first of his name, breaker of trains, uh, bet one dollar, Bob. you place your hand on Gebetto and there is sort of this I want to say like this lag in the feeling you've used this ability before you've felt the radiant energy wash down through your arm into the person and sort of lift their spirit this time it feels like you you put your hand on on Gibetto and you feel like nothing and then you feel cold run through your arm and that cold washes into Gibetto and Gibetto you feel this sense of cold and then it quickly turns to heat almost like a just just this side of unbearable and you are healed I for see one hit point. Hell yeah. Tiger I bomb, see. baby. <laughs> and Gillick, T- tiger you palm. lose one hit point. Whoa. Huh. Do we notice uh, that like Gillick looks hurt a little bit and Jabetta looks improved a little bit? Yeah, for whatever metaphysical way we can represent one right. hit point's um, worth of <laughs> a little nose alteration. One I'm very so one observant. tiny hair falls out of his beard. <laughs> so so I'll make like a I'll go like ah oh, oh, that's but I don't I don't like I don't want to say it out loud. I just want to, oh, oh that's that's different. <laughs> Ouch. Oh gosh. All right. Um hey, I feel pretty good. I think uh, it worked. You, you also It worked? All right. Okay. Uh, I mean, great. Like what, as what I happened? look down and I see some of my like wounds starting to close up a little bit, right? Okay. Another thing you notice, uh, Gillick, mm-hmm. you do not feel like this is restricted by the amount that it used to be restricted by. Oh, really? Cool. You feel like you could do this. You feel like you could kill yourself doing this. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, cool. no, Yikes. No. Cool. It also feels Empathic. like the yeah. the ability that you used to have to remove a corruption or a poison from someone mm-hmm. with this, uh, you could still do it, but it would require significant more power than it did before. Oh, really? Okay. So it would require more power and hurt me. Oh yes. My gosh. Okay. Oh, wow. Like probably it. twice as much power <gasps> as it oh, required wow. before. Okay. All right. Um, cool. 
That's fun. Super cool. All right. Um, so, I mean, if okay. you're keeping track, I think it still probably gives you more uses of it, but... <laughs> uh, it sure does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Um, cool. So, that puts me at this. So, um, Gibetto, how many points would you like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I mean... I guess like, we don't know that that's yeah. The way it is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it worked, dude. Uh, that's really cool. Hey, um, yeah. You know, if I were to assume, like, if I were to put my injuries on a scale, right? Uh, no, just just right. have that. <laughs> Let's have numerical conversations out of game. <laughs> uh, right. How much are you hurt on the scale of your hit points? <laughs> on a scale of, <laughs> of on a scale, scale of one to forty-seven. I feel like I'm at. I feel like I could use, uh, you know, eight forty sevenths of healing. What? <laughs> like if you we had to... a scale, right, where forty seven is the max. Right. I feel like right oh, now yes. I would be at like thirty nine on, okay, on gotcha. a forty seven point pain scale. Uh, okay. All right. So I will. I will give you eight more. Po- or yeah, eight more points. Thank you. <laughs> Nope, yeah, no that, problem. That feeling uh, travels through you again, but now like so much more extreme. The cold like seeps into your bone, um, and Gibetto into your like you feel it in your spine. Uh, this sort of this cold runs deep, uh, and then when it does sort of switch over once again to that heat, it feels almost like unbearable, almost like you're racked with this this pain that dissipates. And you're fully healed. Uh, no pain, no gain, huh? Man, it's spicy now. Gillick, I don't know, spicy. I don't know what the hell's going on, but wow. <laughs> that is a spicy trip. Spicy <laughs> chip? Uh, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. A, a spicy got hungry. A spicy trip, I said. Trip with a T-R. Oh, oh sorry. I'm, I'm hearing what I want to hear. No, okay. I feel you. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah, what's up? You're not just, like, eating a lot because you, like, are super nervous about the Shadow Lord and stuff, right? Like, it, that's not, like, a compulsion thing. It's, like, a you just really dig food now? Uh, I mean, yeah. Who doesn't dig food? I mean, you need you need it, right? No, no, I'm not. I mean, yeah, I'm worried about it. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want, like, lying. I'm, I'm super scared about it. It's, it's... I'm terrified, honestly. And... Especially because, <clears throat> you know, when I was talking to Todd, you know, a little earlier, he was saying that I have three masters, and I, I didn't even realize, like, you know, the, the angel, the corrupted Iora, or whatever it is, is, is like, its own separate entity from the divine court now. So I... Well, the, am I there? Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're in the tavern getting drunk. Right. Yeah. Yolo. We left Jennifer behind. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> she was like, nah, you guys go. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Nah, fuck Asher. Um, well, <laughs> I feel like that's good, though. Well. Right? Because then that isn't, doesn't that mean that's something that we could fight and then take down? If they're separate entities, then... We're not trying to battle the evil out of one entity. We have a specific target focus, right? Um, I, 
I'm not sure I understand your question. I'm sorry. Well, if we're if we're trying to if we're trying to uh, make Iora great again. <laughs> I was trying so desperately to reword it. Trying so desperately make Iora good again is what I was like. God. Um. In other words, if we're trying to like. I, I don't. I honestly don't know how to reword it. Um, <laughs> so, all right. If we're trying to bring back the light of Iora as the sole representative of Iora, then then we would then we have to you know get rid of the bad Iora. Or right? un- uncorrupt them. Yeah, that that in itself is one problem, right? We have to we have to find a way to uncorrupt Iora and and make him her. It's a god, I forget. It's fine. Make Iora shit. (laughs) It's hard. (laughs) And to uncorrupt Iora. But then, on on top of that, you know, we gotta deal with the Shadow Lord and, and, you know, how it's it's corrupted me, I think. I don't know. But do you think that if we... If we just... If we went after the corruption that, you know, that's everywhere... Um, and Iora became uncorrupted, that then there would be two entities of Iora? Uh, at this point, uh, to me, nothing is beyond the realm of possibility, so I, that's, that could totally happen. It just feels productive to hear that I'm, I, and I'm not trying to say it because I know it's, you know, stressing you out and freaking you out. Um, but. And I understand that, but I feel like that's a positive. I feel like that's a positive step, right? Because it's something tangible that we, or I guess not super tangible, but in essence, it's something tangible that we can go after. It It is a goal to set, but Iora was cor- corrupted by a cult. You know, that's a fair amount of people working together and, you know, working on a ritual to, to change you know, a god, which which that in itself kind of blows my mind. Like, I can't believe you can just change a god just by thinking about it. That seems kind of I beyond don't my believe scope. that either. I, I just, I feel like this is just what Iora is, right? It's got two sides to it, and mm. maybe part of all of us, right? Like, we've all got two sides to us. Some of us, like, some of our sides are callous and <gasps> mean, and <gasps> Some of our sides are good and want to help people. And why, like, why wouldn't Iora be going through those same struggles as we do? Can we? Go ahead. Never no. mind. No, no it's a. It was a stupid idea. I read about it once in a book. Oh well, I. Uh, that's fine. Enlighten me. <laughs> no, it just reminded so me of a story a that. That blew me spot. No, just <laughs> uh, just if you can like separate the the good and evil side of one person. Um, but I guess I don't. I I just got excited about the idea. I don't know how it would help us in this. So just ignore. Like maybe it would help us go after the corruption. We might be able to separate it. 
But then, you know, we know how that story ended. Well, I know how that story ended, and it wasn't very good. So um, just <laughs> never mind me. Great. <laughs> it just sounded so... Mm, never mind. It's good. It's fine. It sounded cool in my head. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you didn't. You said a lot of words that didn't have any... Uh, like if meat. you could, like you know how you know how a meat? a dragon can turn into a human. And yeah. It's like that's like the two sides, and that's one of the things that I'm working on is trying to like isolate that human side of it. Sure. Well, if there are multiple sides, like you're saying, of every person, so you have this light and you have this darkness. Then you know if there were some alchemical, uh, uh, alchemical formula serum. Uh, formula to separate the lightness from the darkness in one person, then you could eliminate the the darkness. Uh, that might be great. I'd I would love to get this darkness. Yeah, no, but out the book I... ended really terribly. Oh, it did. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. He had to kill himself in order to kill the evil part of him, also. And like, he oh, it took over and really? the side murdered a bunch of people. Yeah, it was real bad. That's how that. Spoiler book ended. alert. Sorry. That's. <laughs> Where the guy who has two sides to him and is really aware of it had to kill himself at the end. Yeah. Okay. Sounds terrible. Hey, Gillick. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah. Um, don't do that. I, I mean, I, I wasn't. I just, I, I, I want you to know that um, I would be really sad about it if Oh, that I would happened. be too. No, I, no, I would be too. That's why I stopped talking Gillick, a bit. like, as soon as Gibetto says... He would be really sad about it. Gillick, like, does he doesn't even let him finish his sentence. He just grabs him and holds him, just picks him up and squeezes him as hard as he can. Hell yeah! Jimeno uh, lets himself like, get squeezed AF. <laughs> <laughs> you take two hit points worth of damage. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, all of a Lay sudden it's not hugs. cold. It's like this like <laughs> crushing feeling. Just crushing. Yeah. Just crush. Right in full plate armor. Yeah. Fuck you just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no hug. He's hugging him. <laughs> Hug you a lot. <laughs> thank thank huh. you, Gebetto. I, I needed to hear that. And he, he puts him down. Okay. He puts him down. <laughs> yeah. I'm, he puts him down. You, know, yeah, you he ugly little shithead. Yeah. <laughs> I needed that death. I needed that. And I'm the only one that you should say that to. <laughs> Gillick, I, I, I have been Hi. wondering something. Yes. Um, okay. So, like, yeah, I, I've no, we've noticed a lot of changes. A lot of, I mean, that right there, that lay on hands was different than I've seen you do in the past. Yeah, it sure like, was. How much of this are you like saying yes to? Like, how much <laughs> of the uh, like Shadow Lord? Like, I mean, it seems to be affecting you in ways that it's not affecting us. Like, are you are, are you? consciously giving in to any of this or is this kind of just happening to you hmm well mostly it's just kind of happening to me um the lay on hands this was the first time i've actually directly asked you know all three for for a little something something but you know i i don't know it's just kind of happening i used to know what my path was and then it kind of got wonky Huh. Okay. I'm gonna start asking for more stuff, though. I don't know. Maybe maybe something cool will happen. I mean, maybe <laughs> not the, from the Shadow Lord or the Corrupted Iora. Or but they're a they're a part of me now. That's the thing. I you know 
but they were forced I, upon you. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to determine is if you're trying, you're giving in, or it's happening to you. Yeah, and have it you tried like, like fighting against it? Like I've been really stubbornly ignoring everything about the Shadow Lord. Um, and I gotta say, it. I mean, maybe not super helpful, but I definitely don't feel more evil. And then Jabetta, like, shrugs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> outside of my, just, like, when I, uh, like, nightmares, essentially, are the most, it's been affecting me. And, I don't know. I, I commend your resistance. I suppose for me, you know, my whole upbringing was, you know, the Divine Court are the only ones that you can worship and all of that. And so having this other entity reach out to me and say, hey, you know, there are other things that you can explore. It was very tempting. Oh, sure, dude, I get it. I When I first got to Verena, I explored a lot. Like, a lot of temptation. <laughs> oh you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel you, dude. <laughs> like, I totally get it. Uh, I just... Yeah. I, the, the stuff that I explored was a little less, um, I don't know, world <laughs> like world-ending monster kind of stuff, and a little bit more like, oh, maybe maybe we mix a couple of this and a couple of that and see what happens to us. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but like, so yes, I do know what you mean. My mixing was divine power sources. I'm trying to see what happens. I guess. Hell so yeah. I, I do know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. A little, a it's little, just, yeah. A little, of this, a little of that. <laughs> I don't know. As soon as he says that, he pulls out his flask to take a sip. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, <laughs> you know, if it's not hurting you, um, I think everybody should be free to worship the way that they want to be. Uh, and so, regardless, uh, I've got your back, pal. Oh, oh. Same here, always, of course. Of course, I have all of your backs, always. I have, I, I, I love you guys so much. I just, I'm scared. I'm, is really what it comes down to. I, I don't yeah. feel evil, but I feel scared. Because sometimes it, it does seem to kind of, things do seem to kind of just happen. And I think I'm going to need you guys to kind of keep me in check sometimes. Sure. So, absolutely, like, buddy. The yeah. next time you, um, I don't know, decide to make your hammer more bones, um, maybe don't. <laughs> you know, just that might be a that might be a, a way to keep you know help keep yourself in check a little. Uh, <laughs> typically, uh, yeah. Typically, bones and shadow uh, tend to be a bit more on the. Uh, you know, maybe too much side. Uh, <laughs> but maybe they're misunderstood. Do you ever think about that? I did. Uh, oh, well, thank you, Jennifer, <laughs> for, you know, considering Keth that maybe the shadows have feelings, too. Keth had been fervently, like, na fervent? Yeah, that's the word. Uh, nodding along fervently, thank you, uh, with Gibetto. And, like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, maybe not the bones, maybe not the shadows. And, like, because he's just worried about <laughs> Gillick's response of, you know, <laughs> I, I might try to call on them more. <laughs> so <laughs> it just freaked him out. Such a goth phase. Yeah. For <laughs> hmm. um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so you guys have a few more days of travel uh, in this carriage. 
but uh, you are heading sort of northeast of Maghamara. Uh You've been in Bradmont now since pretty much since the uh, elemental attack. Um, but you do reach the edge of the forest. And uh, Todd to sort of pulls up a map at any point. Like while we're traveling and kind of sure, like you talk own about a map. The, talk about the fact that like, oh, um, it's weird. It is it coincidence or is it just um obvious to everyone else? And I'm the idiot that uh, we are headed toward the necromancy ley line. Yeah, no, oh. that's yep, that's right. That's on the map in the direction that we're heading. We figured it out. Probably a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Keth Keth isn't faced. I just, uh, a little spooked. Um, but if it's going to bring Asher back, I suppose it's time to fight ghosts. I mean, we've, we fought ghosts before, right? We still have Asher Scimitar, correct? <laughs> I thought you were making a spooky noise. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't, make a, don't make a spooky noise, Jeez. <laughs> what are you doing, Genevera? Yeah, we you just, do have we're Asher literally Scimitar. talking about ghosts. <laughs> just like behind us, he goes, ooh wee. Yes, you do have Asher Scimitar. Do you think if we hold it out the window, it'll work like a divining rod? <laughs> no. It just slides off somebody's head. Like a pedestrian on the side that of the road. We are headed towards the LA line, and if we end up in that LA line and hopefully find Asher, then he's going to need us in order to get us back. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I love how I love how Genevieve is the only one who ever thinks about getting back. <laughs> yeah, not even the guy who is responsible for it. Um, right, <laughs> right. We we learned this oh, I would just sacrifice, last arc. We sacrifice learned. myself. I would just you know you guys could just go. It's fine. Nope. No, we can't. Uh, you, we can't have this fight right now because I'm dead. <laughs> So, you win, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> hell yeah. So, as we're traveling, it, would there be a chance for me to, like, pull Gillick aside for, like, two seconds? Like, uh, it's a, It's kind of a small cart. Um, <laughs> well, I, I don't I mean, know if we stopped or anything. Captain, that was, like, my question. I definitely think I'm Captain Javetta would fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, that's and that's probably true. I mean, I suspect that Todd needs to sleep at some point, also. So no, he doesn't. Uh, I no, doubt it. I imagine he doesn't. The the dark circles just get darker right. and darker <laughs> as he travels. His pupils just get smaller yeah. and smaller and more and more white. <laughs> By the end of he it, gets, like <laughs> we get off and he's fucking. He just is Marilyn Manson. Like <laughs> also super irritable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because he's so pleasant normally. <laughs> so we'll really be able to tell. Uh, actually, I'm, Todd has like a like an arcanical pot that just fills with coffee uh, automatically. Awesome, that's fun. Uh, no, so uh, yeah, I'm sure at some point you could find some time where you could whisper quietly to Gillick, uh, and the other two would at least pretend to be asleep. Yeah, I'm asleep. Okay. Gibetto never cool. sleeps. Hey, Gillick. Hey, what's up? I just um. <laughs> 
I just wanted to to let you know that I'm scared too. Um, heading towards Black Dragons and knowing that that corruption is in mm-hmm. my blood and just hasn't oh, yeah. like bubbled up yet um, is it, th- I guess the the more I see the changes in you, the more I get afraid of it. Oh, um, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't. I don't no. want to make you afraid. Oh no, God, no, 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 oh, no. That's not I'm what so I meant. Sorry. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. I just, I, I. When it happens, can I talk to you about it? I guess I don't oh. know if it's going to be something that like happens and everyone sees and you know that'd be yeah. Yeah. a moot point then. But just to just how did it feel? Like did it happen all like in one whoosh or was it like a slow thing um i would say well looking back on it it started as interest it started out as something that i i kind of liked and so i started reading about it more and the more i read the the more i was interested in it and the more i liked about it and you know if if i can be perfectly honest with you genevera i I do like this part of me, and I think that's the part that has me the most scared. Do you feel like it gives you a lot more power than you had before? Yes. It does. Okay. That's kind of what I'm, I guess, the most afraid of, is that what if it, like, makes my magic even cooler than it is now? It... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what's been happening to me. Yeah. But I'm I'm scared of the cost. I feel like at some point something's going to happen. And I I just hope you aren't there to see it. I'm really I nervous, Genevera. Thank you for I, for telling me. I hope I am there cuz then I don't know, maybe we can help? I don't know. Well, I appreciate that. And and so go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it. it, Have you felt anything? Have you felt um, like a pull or anything or like nothing? Nothing. And I guess that's what is the weirdest part of it because I, it's, I know it's there and it's like this thing that's there mm. that hasn't done anything yet. So that's why I, I don't know if it just kind of like, you know, exploded in something all at once or. So maybe that's the difference between us. Maybe. When it happened to me, maybe I knew it was there and I didn't admit it. But for me, I, I was never aware of any kind of darkness within inside of me, within, within me, within inside of me. Yeah, I can talk. He <laughs> <It> takes <laughs> another right. sip of his flask. Mm-hmm. Fervent. <laughs> um, you, know, you, you know that you don't have to be more powerful, right? But how you're else pretty, can I protect you're, you? You're pretty how? bad at... Well, Asher's gone now. I, I need I need more. I need to be able to, to really protect you now. And, you know, he was the only one that could still heal. You know, now it's just me, and, and it doesn't even work the way it used to. I'm, 
I need, I need more to protect Gillick. you. I'm, I can guarantee you, I'm never going to get close enough to a fight. To, um, <laughs> you don't my know magic, that, Genevera. My magic is really long range. So <laughs> you, can, you can count on me, you know? I know I can count on you, but what I can't count on is the situation. I, I don't know where we're going to be or how things are going to end up. You might end up in a, in, a, in a small room somewhere with, you know, three monsters in front of you. A, a fireball is, is going to hurt you, too. I, I need to be there, and I need to be able to protect all of you from everything. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm. No, I, I, just... I get where you're coming from. Um... I just I want a little part of you to know that that we are we're a team and we'll take care of you too when we can. I know. Thank you. And he gives Jen Genevera a hug. <laughs> An awkward in the cart hug. Yeah, <laughs> like like side hug, like a little that that Christian yeah. side yeah. hug. Side Hell tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that when we wake up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wake up to them cuddling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> And pretend Catholic. to go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> He's Ghosts. Little, yeah. Dwarf and borns. <laughs> Evil um, dwarf and borns. Okay. So, uh, after a little while, you guys arrive at the edge of the forest um, on sort of the... Uh, I'd say eastern edge of Bradmont, like right there near Emberfall. Um, and he, uh, Todd sort of pulls over and, and knocks on the door or whatever and says, we've arrived. Get out, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's offered to drive. He's so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> He's so tired. Assholes just sleeping. We have to stop to pee every like 10 <laughs> seconds. Kind of bogus road trip as the... <laughs> uh. Okay, we're here. Cool. Great. Awesome. Let's go. Those of my order who have not forsaken their duty, who have not turned to this civil war, will be in beyond the borders of the Black Dragon's lands. We must speak with the dragons to gain access to them. Okay. I would prepare yourselves. Hey, do we still have that Marifa costume? No. <laughs> no, no, you Todd's do like, not. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, if you are to fight the dragons at their full strength, you will die. If that does not mean they will not test you. Has anyone ever passed these tests? Uh, the Order of the Death Watchers have had many tests by the Black Dragons. Have it you was ever been tested? Personally, no. Oh. It was a favor that the black dragons owed to the death watchers that brought them here to roost 
They were roosting in Emberfall, and we called them here to watch over the soul engine when the split came. Oh, oh. So this was a choice you made. Yeah. To bring the black dragons here? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was the choice that we had. There were few of us left to protect the soul engine. Are they protecting it still? The black dragons? Yeah, or are they like manipulating it, right? Like to my <sighs> to my knowledge, they have no interaction with the soul engine. They are simply the deterrent that has roosted outside of it. <clears throat> okay. So, who's still... Like, how many of you are there still, you know, guarding the, the soul engine on the inside? At last count, five of the Order did not forsake their values. Including wow. you? Including me. Ugh. Wow. Will you come with us? Yes. Oh, great. Dodd's <laughs> coming with I mean, Dodd's coming with us? Great. <laughs> I should I just... relieve one of my brothers to allow them passage back to attend to their normal life. It, it has been long enough that I have not had a watch. Does that mean... Wait, you won't be around to drive us anymore? We try and give each other opportunities to return to our lives, but it could be a few weeks or a few months before I am available. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Well. That's really... That's too bad to hear, man. Uh, we are... <laughs> We are really gonna miss you. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. yeah. Who will replace the spirit that you bring to the company? You know what I mean? <laughs> but He says nothing. <laughs> Jeez. Imagine a world oh without sp- Todd. Todd even. Oh, man. Oh, Todd, you're like my brother. What's your order called again? <laughs> Uh, they are the uh, Order of Death Watchers. That's a cool name. I can dig that. Yeah, it's way less derivative than some names I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it could have been worse. But it's still, you know, it still has a certain flavor to it, right? Like it still has a... Um, you know, there's there's something to it that just can't quite put my finger on. Death. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Asher. Okay. Yes. Hello. <clears throat> uh, you and Slask uh, traveled for about 60 or 70 pillars. Um... And you found that that's actually an easier way to sort of keep track of where everything is. is oh, because they're pretty, like, grid-like? Yeah. 
Yeah, and to sort of keep a mental count of these pillars, it's not time uh, because you don't know how long it takes you to pass between the pillars and sometimes the pillars aren't uh, the same distance apart. But it at least give you something to hold on to, right? Okay. Something to sort of grasp uh, a direction and a vague number. <laughs> so uh, after a short time, um, presumably, uh, Slask s- sort of points up at one of the pillars and he says, that is the one that I found myself in. How do you rem- I- I'm just curious, how do you keep track of where it was? Uh, do you just intu- do you intuitively know or you- have you returned to it a couple of times? Like I have come back to this place several times since I came to be here. Oh. Well, it has been a big part of my journey of understanding. Sure. Uh, and Anthony, as we're walking, there's just like random fight of those like black fires everywhere too. I assume. Yes. Okay. Um. Well, Slask, we're here, but did you ever go beyond it? Do you even know what's beyond it? Beyond, I do not know. I was just wandering when I came across Hallie and her camp. Yeah. Well, let's keep going. Let's see what else we can find. I know it, I I I think we've passed uh 60 pillars. Uh let's double that. Let's do that and then and then regroup and figure out what we want to do. Yes, I think that would be prudent. Okay. But if you would indulge me, mm-hmm. I would like to return to the top of this tower. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, let's go. So, um, unlike sort of that central pl- pillar where you were before, it feels like the like if you were to perform the march here, you would be uh, a lot further up the tower than you were when, uh, like, at the tower you were dead at. <laughs> I guess not born. But I, I don't dead. understand what you mean further up the tower, though. So, like, uh, when you came out of your little cubby, there was the march was happening like all around you, and mm-hmm. there was the line like down the tower a ways. Right. There is much less traffic, so to speak, at this tower, hmm. but you're so much further away. You realize that once they reach the top, they sort of just walk along a bridge straight all the way back to where you came from. Oh, so this is the fast pass. Okay. Well, and it's not because they're going to merge eventually with the people at the towers closer to the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To okay. the platform. Interesting. Um, but there's just less activity here. Yes. Huh. So you sort of head up this spiral with Slask, and uh, you reach sort of where the spirits are lined up for the march, and Slask just sort of pushes his way beside them, mm-hmm. um, and people like have like a weird reaction to that they get like almost mad that he's cutting them to their don't, final <laughs> d- don't worry everybody we're not we're we're gonna turn around we just we forgot something tell him you're doing <laughs> tell him you're doing back cuts it's not a big deal <laughs> <laughs> you i'm not cutting, cutting you yeah you're no cutting me. i'm not cutting you i'm 
I'm back cutting a friend of mine. It's fine. right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you guys, he sort of takes you. His cubby was at the very top of the tower. So mm-hmm. you reach the top of the tower and you're sort of level with these uh, bridges. Uh, and from this perspective, you sort of get a new view of this. You see uh, that there are people just on this level, like everywhere, mm-hmm. that are coming from further away and moving toward this central point, which from this height, you can see that platform even from this distance, which is significant, uh, significant enough that you can't make out any real details. You do see that the platform sort of rises up to a, like a, a point at the top where, uh, these spirits are making their way up these stairs to whatever is at the sort of the, the pinnacle of this little pyramid on this platform. Oh, wow. But it's too far away to see huh. clearly. And, like, when I look off into the distance, I just see more, more like, tops of pillars and stuff? For the most part. But? Now, uh, in the opposite direction, uh, you do... Because you are trained in perception, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the opposite direction, maybe twice your distance from where you are, how far you came, maybe three or four times, you notice that there is another platform similar to the one that uh everyone is walking to uh but you can't tell any details too far away to see any details other than it is a similar shaped platform that distance away that's weird but are people walking to it too like you can't tell Slask, mm. i think i have our uh next destination and i point off into the distance he says, hmm. Any idea what that is? Troubling. Looks, looks the same. Yes, it does. But I can't see if there's people going to it. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, let me know when you're done. If you need, if you need time. I am prepared. We can head that way now. Okay, let's go. Do you want to head that way, like, from these bridges up top, or do you want to go back down to the floor? Ooh, good question. Um, Slask, I think, because there, uh, do I, no, these bridges up top, is, is there anyone I see that's walking in that direction? No, everyone is walking towards you. Weird. Why is that? But we see the platform. Okay. Um, but again, it's really far away. Like yeah, but like the bridges uh, I see close to me, like I, they're just sure. walking towards me in that direction. No one's going that way. Correct. Uh, probably because it'll be easier to keep track of things and also to. I don't know. It's just weird. I'd rather I'd I'd rather approach it from the the ground than from the bridges. Okay. Yeah, so you guys head back down to the floor level and start to make your way uh, toward that other platform. Okay. Um, I almost called him Clyde. (laughs) His name's not Clyde. It's Todd. It's not way less handsome. We don't know. He's not way less handsome. You're right. Uh, No. (laughs) 
I mean, it depends. You know, it depends what you're into. Clyde. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Todd's probably less handsome. <laughs> <laughs> no, they both have uh, giant bags under their eyes. They, they've got some similarities. Giant what? Bags, like the oh. sleepy bags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> giant, huh? <laughs> sleepy bags. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, Mike, when human beings are tired, they get these bags yeah. under their eyes. I don't know what you know about the human body. Um, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Tell me more. Mike? Sleepy, no, I don't know what you're bag. talking about. <laughs> sleepy bags. Best doctor ever. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, My uh, patients t- go straight to sleep. I don't know about what, what <laughs> oh your doctor's God. been oh, doing. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. They sleep forever. <laughs> Sometimes. Doctors? Literally. No, Sometimes. Mike's patience when he kills them. Oh, oh right, right, right. right. <laughs> Sometimes they don't. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so uh, uh, Todd sort of leads the way through the forest a little ways. Um, he says, we are heading to the first of the dragons here. They will be keeping guard for the rest of the brood. It's probably best if I try to introduce you. Um, before long, you notice that the uh, the air in this area smells stale. It doesn't... You're in a forest... But the forest uh, has this sort of smell of decay. Uh, the the leaves are sort of thinning. Um, you're not seeing any like sort of wildlife or plant life as much in this part of the forest. Uh, it just seems deathier, which is totally sure. Yeah, a thing. A word. Yeah. Yep. Sure is. It is now. Um, Gilk's digging it. Uh, as you guys are sort of making your way through, suddenly you hear a booming voice. Hello! Says, <laughs> Hello! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it is Welcome. I, the Black Dragon! Prepare for two! It says, um... Stop, intruders. And uh, Todd sort of like comes out. He says, please, it is I. And you notice that uh, something you didn't really see until it started to like move and speak. It sort of like blended in a little bit. Uh, as these black wings start to lift up, this sort of, I would say, um, it's a big dragon, but not as big as some of the dragons you've seen so far. Uh, this is maybe roughly... Probably a little bit bigger than the dragon that was with Viltroth, but it's uh, it's definitely an adult. It's not like a child, but it's not like one of the great dragons that you'd seen before. Um, uh, and so uh, Todd says, Sithalum, please allow me passage with my guests to speak with my brothers of the Order. And the dragon says, you have not been told, Death Watcher. You are the last of your kind. Oh my god. Your order has fallen. 
and you see Todd, like, again, his face does not change, but except his eyes, you see, like, a fear there, a, um, he's, he's trying to scramble, uh, but he keeps his composure well, and he says, allow me to speak with Voris Thlon. He says, uh, and the, the dragon set laughs. <laughs> Vorislon will not speak with your kind anymore. Your brother raised his blade against him, and we dealt with your order then and there. Todd stops for a moment. And he said, he says, I demand the last favor of my order. I would speak with Vorislon now. The dragon sort of growls angrily. He says, We are bound by that deal. But this is the last favor you will call. Come. And the dragon turns and leads the five of you deeper into these, uh, to the woods. Now you're seeing bones, like it was sort of sitting in a nest of bones. And as you move deeper and deeper in, more and more of these bones are sort of sticking up out of the ground and they are getting larger with sort of small piles of bones around them. The bo- like ribs and uh, maybe some like large femurs. They don't look like they are human bones or anything like that. Greater race bones because they're too big. Uh, but you don't know, you can't identify what kind of creatures they are the bones of. Um, but they, you sort of move past a few other uh, dragons of varying sizes, sort of stare and growl as you pass through uh, to a very, very large altar of massive bones where a black dragon, maybe just slightly smaller then the blue dragon you saw in the other reality sort of rests upon these lo- these large bones um and uh Sithalum brings you forward and says the watchers of death have called upon their last favor Vorislathon. they wish to speak with you a parley of sorts and the dragon sort of rises its head up sleepily. And Genevera, you, as soon as you see this dragon, you know that you have seen it before in the vision with your father. And the dragon turns and looks down at your group. And as it sort of turns its head, you see that its right side, uh, it has like a, a milky eye. And its whole face has been torn away and instead of flesh there is just bone underneath and that travels up its neck and down over its ribs where all the way down to like its side you just see sort of halfway these large exposed bones and just no flesh no organs just death and it it's like right arm is also sort of torn away um, and just bone and it wheezes a little bit as it says speak death watcher 
If that is what your wish is, I have little patience for your kind anymore. The greater races of this world, they are of little consequence to my people anymore. And Todd steps forward and he says, I have a number of questions, great dragon. I do not understand what has happened to my order. We required sustenance, and we went and got it. Your order took offense. They raised their blades against us, and I would not have that. The four of them are gone. You are all that remains. Todd sort of takes a step back and he looks at you. He just like sort of lets his eyes bounce to each of you and he simply says, I'm sorry. And you see him sort of drop that composure for the first time ever. And he just walks away. Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. Just another reminder that if you enjoy the show, to tell your friends. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. can't decide if it's uh, the worst idea or just a really bad idea <laughs> for me to say anything. Um, can we go see the soul engine? Please? Oh boy. Worst, worst idea. Cool. Why do you carry the blood of my child inside you? Oh god, um... Why does Islam carry through you? Funny story.